0: All right. Hello, this is T and welcome to Where I Am. Today I have on Star and I'm excited that we can kind of continue the conversation that we were having on Instagram Live. So once again, thank you for joining me for my launch party and just kind of getting the word out there and then coming on as my first guest. So this will be the first interview that we'll post of this podcast and I'm extremely excited about it. Today I have a couple of questions and before we get into that, I was just wondering if you could introduce yourself.
1: Sure. I'm excited to be here yet again. I was excited for the launch party. It was so awesome. And I'm Star. Um, I also go by The Spirit Doctor. I am also a podcaster, of a podcast called Manifesting You. I'm a holistic spiritual wellness advisor. I'm also a custom personalized meditation coach. I officiate weddings. I'm a vegan chef and just all things on the spiritual realm. I'm just all about promoting positivity and enhancing your spirituality so you can continue to manifest your greatness.
0: I love that. I love, I mean, just how active you are. And you already know, I'm one of your, always in your corner, a big supporter of everything that you do. So- Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. The question for today is, who are you? And I want to put the framework around this in the sense that, we're going beyond your name, going beyond what you're doing, who you are. So I've been talking about, you know, I'm I'm more than the fact that I'm a professor and I'm a counselor. All of those things are great, but I'm seeking out and encouraging this opportunity for everyone to really get focused on themselves because we can't truly love others until we love ourselves. And mm-hmm. how can we do that if we don't know ourselves? So, once again, I'm happy to have you here. And I want to know who are you? Who am I? <laughs> That's such a good question.
1: I feel like I feel like I'm a piece of time that just continues to elevate within life. I'm, I'm a different person at different moments. I I go a lot by telling people I consider myself a professional energy shifter because ever since a young girl, I just feel like I bring a certain vibe to the room and Just remaining humble around people and showing people their love and being like the happy person, not so much the class clown person, but just really being my authentic self and just being positive all the time. But I am right now, I'm just going to say I'm an
0: energy shifter.
1: I'm a piece of time. I might have a different answer this time next year, as we're always just growing and developing, right?
0: Absolutely. And that's something I really want to harness in this space that we are all allowed to change and shift. So you saying your energy shifter is beautiful because I want to cultivate in this space, on this platform, that we are allowed to change and we do not have to continue holding decisions of yesterday over our own heads. Right. I agree. Who are you, Tiara? Well, (laughs) uh, (laughs) that is something I'm... I am trying to determine, but at this point, I'm going to say I'm love and I'm light.
1: Oh, yes. We all need that.
0: (laughs) We do. And I think that when I think about it kind of deeply, I enjoy the fact that when I'm in a good space or even when I'm not, I can bring joy and light into a space, even if I don't have it. Mm. So I think that that is something that can be organic to me. I like that. Oh, thanks.
1: Sorry, I just wanted to know, since you asked me, like, like, okay, let's put everything out there.
0: (laughs) No, and I appreciate that because as you know, with the title of this, a part of it is transparency and I have no desire to make anyone think I am perfect. So this is the journey that I am on and I want people to join the journey with me of self-love. Love it. So my my next question I really want to get into, and we're already kind of going in this direction, how has your perspective on the question of who are you, how has that changed over your life so far?
1: How has that changed? I think just in my personal development throughout my years of life, it's changed a lot with the decisions that I've made, the approaches I've taken, you know, the paths I've taken, and a lot with the people that I surround myself with, Friends that I've had for 20 plus years, friends that I've had since last year, or friends that I've had even longer that I'm no longer friends with. But just, I represent a lot of who my tribe is and my circle, and that has changed throughout the years. So that's something I can definitely identify as something I've watched. Even when I look back at old pictures of myself or have a conversation with a family member or something, it's like, I used to do that like, wow, okay, I might've grown up a little bit. Okay. You know, and then I look <laughs> at my, <laughs> right. Like I start looking at the people I surrounded myself with, like throughout the years. And that was a reflection of that. So the whole saying, like birds of a feather flock together that, you know, like our mama told us, <laughs> <or Yeah. something, laughs> it's like, that's what she meant. Okay. So if I'm hanging around some people who not about, a good life or positivity or in there about more like fear driven or more about like just being mean or negative, then that's what I'm going to be. And I don't want to be that. So that's what I've kind of seen over the
0: years. Okay. And you know, I, I do believe that all things are, there are no coincidences, but I was reflecting on this very topic either earlier this morning or yesterday evening about, you know, the Birds of a feather flock together. And hearing those things back when I was a younger person and thinking when elders would say, you know, that that circle of friends should get a lot tighter. All those people aren't your friends. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I and my being young, and that's okay, right? It's okay thinking, no, I know these people and I know this stuff and I know everything because prefrontal cortex. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) But now that it's a little bit more developed, I can see that the people that are in my circle aren't necessarily people that I knew 10, 20 years ago. Um, Yeah, or those people could have been like a lesson or something from the past. Absolutely. You let them go. (laughs) You have to let them go. And a part of that is also that there's people from each of those kind of decades that have stayed along. And there are some genuine friendships, and I'm not discrediting any friendship that has ended because it was what it was when it was. That's but true. now it is no longer. So, part of that, and just recognize who I am and who we are, we're also forgiving people. Mm. We are able to, if we choose, to forgive and release because we're only doing a bigger disservice to ourselves. So, just providing this, so the space for myself to truly just look at those who are around me now as more of a a blessing than thinking about who's no longer here in the circle and viewing mm. it as a negative.
1: Like focusing on the present. Mm-hmm. I like that.
0: Awesome. <laughs> so with this, the the goal of where I, again, is to take action, have integrity, grace, and health, and, you know, display transparency. If you could talk to yourself when Let's say you were graduating from high school. What would you tell yourself?
1: Mm, let me think back on that moment. <laughs> that's, the, that's, a, that's a crucial time right there because you're, you're influenced by everybody, like your friends and your family. And it's like, everyone wants to know what you're going to do next. There's like so much pressure on you. And it's like, oh my gosh, how could I even feel like comfortable to be myself or to find myself? If everyone's telling me, oh, you got to go to college next, like, or you got to go to the military or you can't start your own business, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that's, that's a tough time. <laughs> I would definitely tell myself to go with my gut. I think that the gut is, the gut feeling, that feeling of people call butterflies. I feel like that feeling is intuition. And I feel like that feeling is like your third eye. And I would have told myself that I might've made some different decisions, but I guess everything happened for a reason, like you said before, but it would have gave me some comfort knowing that everything I feel about what I want to be, even if it was something like, I don't know, move to Hollywood and be an actress, whatever, you know, like that those thoughts are visions and visions take place. They start in our subconscious and they come to our conscious mind. As a real direction of where we should go. And sometimes we ignore them because those are our internal selves, right? Sometimes we ignore them because we're influenced by other people who are not us, who are maybe trying to live through us, maybe trying to tell mm-hmm. us what to do so they can tell other people how proud they are of us, you know, like living someone else's dream. And even if it's something extreme, like moving across the country to be an actress, maybe you might not end up being an actress, but. That trip going there and whatever happens while you're there is the path for you to do what you're doing next. So I would just tell myself
0: to trust myself, trust my feelings. Yes, thank you. Yes, trusting yourself. And people should take the leap of faith on themselves. Take the, Mm -hmm. have faith in themselves to chase that dream because the journey is really what is the educational point of all of it that's what's building Mm -hmm. our character and helping us grow and change and evolve because of course staying in the same space if you stay in the same space and do the same thing and expect something to change i think that's the definition of insanity
1: (laughs) that makes me think right so today i i made a post on my facebook group page and i was just feeling this all day right whoever it was gonna touch i didn't know but it's relative to what you're saying now. I was saying that not taking the risk is actually a bigger risk. Mm-hmm. Because the only way you can, you know, succeed in life, the only way you can, I don't know, find the love of your life, all of that, you have to go through what? Like heartbreak to find love. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go through failing over and over again to actually get to your destination. But those took risks. So if you're just doing what everyone else does and not tuning into who you are, being transparent with who you are as a person and your identity, then, you know, those things are distractions from, you know, what will really come out of those. So it's like, take the risks. Go ahead and jump out there.
0: <laughs> be all right. Well, yeah, we'll be all right. Either way, <laughs> regardless of what happens in a sense, we have the capacity to be okay. Be all right. Be all and- right. We (laughs) are thank you. I appreciate it. It's it is definitely a a mantra that I want to continue to have. And just kind of speaking of of mantras and taking the risk, and I I can see where now it even looks like I'm I'm simply trying to promote this self-love bit, but it's so important. And when I think back to younger me, if I think about that same time frame, because you're right, that transition from high school to whatever you want to do, whether that's going to Hollywood to become an actress or an actor, to get into the music industry, go to college, get straight into a trade or a career or the workforce, go you know, to the military, whatever it is, this moment is, at least in the United States, a pivotal moment from what is deemed as childhood into adulthood. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that time, even though I had people around me telling me, slow down, be patient, love yourself, I didn't hear it. And my hope is that this might reach some people who aren't listening to those who are in their circle. Because again, when you're younger, you're a teenager, you know everything. And this is not even to make fun of teenagers. It's because I remember being a teenager. Right. And remember knowing and believing I knew everything. And the reality is I did not, but my ego was too big. Mm. Oh, that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) Hey, we can dive into it when you're ready. You know, we can go there. (laughs) Uh, It's ridiculous when I think back on it, but as providing myself with grace and hopefully everyone else, my first instance is to cringe when I think about 15 through 18, 19 year old me. Because, boy, was that person a mess. But I could also flip it and say, wow, that person was resilient. That person kept trying. That person pushed through and took risks. But the thing that was missing was self-love and self-awareness. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. But I thought that was somehow different than every other person walking through the 2008 class entering college that year in JMU but i was just like everyone else in the sense that we were all trying to figure it out but the fact that i did not love myself enough to give myself the grace i made the path a lot harder for myself mm. and so with that i you know i just i'm curious with you if you can share a little bit about just additionally following that dream as you know i'm a mental health counselor and i'm also an educator And my goal is to follow along a little bit in what Maya Angelou said. Uh, She mentioned, as a teacher, you must teach with your entire self Mm -hmm. because you don't want to run into a situation where it's do as I say and not as I do. And I don't want to be that person. So that's a bit of what this vessel of the podcast will be, is being open, taking the risk, and being vulnerable with myself to share publicly and to have in conversations with you and every other guest that I I hope to have. And with that in mind, I'm curious what advice or what would you want a future counselor to know at 15, 20, 25, sat down in their chair?
1: Mm. What I want them to know? I I feel like it makes me think back. So I do some consulting work for a popular culture curriculum for okay. junior high and high school students. Oh, wow. And I train the facilitators who go in and work with the students. I also have worked with the students before, but not as much as train the trainer. Mm-hmm. And we talk a lot about this because the thing about young people is like they know, and I knew at, that, at the younger age that I was, when someone's like faking. Mm-hmm. Right. And not being authentic and trying to be quote unquote down, I guess, <laughs> just to call themselves like they can relate or something like that. For example, like I could be into hip hop music, right? Which I am. But someone else my age might not be into hip hop music. So don't show up working with someone younger than you who you assume, number one, might be into hip hop music. But even if they are, that you have to act like you are into the same thing that they're into, for example. You know what I mean? But more so showing up as your authentic self, knowing who you are before you even step in the room to advise someone else, whether a young person or not, honestly. <laughs> because young people, they, they have a voice too. And a lot of times no one listens to them because maybe they talk too much. Maybe people think they're a know-it-all. Maybe, you know, and maybe they aren't, think they know it all, but if they think that way, let them talk, you know, maybe they need to be heard. Maybe they need to have someone actually open a real ear and listen to them deeply, and repeat what they end up saying and advise them based on that and based on coming off as their authentic self. That's, yeah, that's probably what I would say. <laughs> Don't be faking. <laughs> yeah, don't be faking. Yes. Don't. Young people would be like, oh, you just one of them or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, don't think you, you know, because that's what I used to probably think at that age. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm looking at you as my mother, as somebody, you know, in my household because you look like you about their age and they don't listen to me. So why do I think you will?
0: That, you know, I have that kind of, that that delay or that moment of silence because, it's so important when I think specifically about my future counselors that I'm teaching and I tell them all the time, just like, be you. I don't need you to pretend to be me. I don't need you to pretend to be any other faculty member in this facility. I need you to be you, especially when I tell them about younger students, because everyone wants to do play therapy or work with teenagers. And I'm like, they are going to eat you alive. Yeah, yeah. If you come in there <laughs> pretending to be anything that you're not, because they have like a sixth cents for BS, uh, yeah. <laughs> they see it. And as you're mentioning, real quick, like, too. Real quick <laughs> and they will make that assumption or not even assumption, but they will size you up and then know, I can't trust you. Because if you can't even be real with me about the type of music you listen to, how do I know that you'll take care of me? Exactly. And they already I- shut down. Yep. You might lose them in the first five minutes. (laughs) Absolutely, in the very beginning. So just lastly, thinking about the fact that the goal of this podcast was to target and speak to younger populations. But I'm seeing as this is kind of just going, this is a podcast just for people, Mm -hmm. people who can relate. And discuss these various topics. So today we've been talking about who you are, but the extension of all of that is the self-love is going into self-awareness and essentially self-care. So at the end of a hard day, what, what do you do to take care of you?
1: <laughs> if it doesn't sound too cliche, I'm a huge fan of meditation. I mean, that's probably why I teach it. (laughs) But (laughs) having alone time with yourself, the only time that you can really receive clarity, sometimes inspiration and, and blessings, is when you take time to be silent. And I have to have moments of silence in the evenings and when I wake up. Sometimes dealing with the day and everybody and the hustle and all that, like, so you lose sight you get your things done that you you know had on your to do list but you might lose sight and then don't come home and have an argument with your sister or your spouse or whatever and then you just all the way shut down and can't get none. you know what i mean yes i'm real sensitive spiritually so i myself and i tell other people just have a moment to yourself and like just sit down sit down like i like to sit on the opposite side of my bed that's not near the door and face the window so only the window can see my face <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know i 'll just sit there and if you 're not familiar with any meditation practices, just sit there and look out the window. It sounds crazy, but silence just brings so much you 'd be surprised you know what I mean like you you just be surprised so that 's my self love because the rest of the day i 'm serving other people, <laughs> so <laughs> that 's my time for myself
0: I believe that that is beautiful because you 're also letting listeners know. You don't have to go out and buy any equipment. You don't have to spend anything to take care of yourself. If mm-hmm. you truly take the time to listen to yourself and see what your body is telling you it needs, it can be as peaceful as looking out the window For and real. being <laughs> present. There's other things I mean, similar to what you're talking about, but I enjoy some guided meditations And I'll even take myself through some now because I've done so many of them. I will create and go to what is my uh, happy space within my mind. And it just visualized sitting in, as you know, I'm from Richmond, Virginia, and I love going down to Belle Isle. Hey, going down (laughs) to the river and going, I'll go and hop out to the river onto one of the large rocks, and I'll sit there and watch things floating by, leaves, sticks, whatever it may be and clear my mind because the idea is as things pass by, if that was similar to a thought, once it's out of my eyesight, I need to let it go and stay back in the current moment. Mm-hmm. And where am I?
1: Ah, that's I like that. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> thank you. I got excited. Like, I like, like, I'm always like, take yourself back to the elements, girl. Like, Go like about sitting by the river, like you know, I'm a Virgo, so I just like to be grounded. I like, you know, to sit on the grass and feel my feet planted in the dirt, like taking yourself back to nature. I like that. You're just looking at stuff going by.
0: Oh, yeah, grounding is my, even though I'm not a Virgo, Libra. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> getting my hands in the dirt, getting my feet in the dirt. Growing up, I used to enjoy because I had a backyard currently, apartment life, but that's okay. That too will end soon. But going outside without any shoes on and being mm-hmm. able to fill the concrete and then fill the grass, fill the blades of grass, the wetness of the dew, it relaxes me. Ooh, I'm, I'm like picturing all that while
1: you're talking. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and that's that's all you have to do. And mm-hmm. this is kind of we're coming we're coming to the end of today's discussion. But my hope is that I can leave with listeners, and if you have any too, because this is your background, but knowing that it is free to love yourself, but it is the biggest risk of all.
1: Mm. Be prepared and ready to. Sometimes you get things reveal themselves when you tap inside. And don't be scared because the first question you ask me, "Who are you?" These are the things that are you. That's that's what I would tell somebody. Like, don't be scared or whatever comes to mind, or if you get the chills about something, like all of that is is parts of who you are, and it just reminds you that you're tapping in deeper. You know, it's your time with yourself. There's nothing. There's nothing better than that.
0: <laughs> like, you know, you're right. You're right. I I just hey, right now I'm all smiles. I know we're not in the same space. I wish we were because I feel nothing but love right now for you and for the space that we have been creating. So thank you for coming and participating in this and just taking a few moments to share.
1: Absolutely. I feel blessed and honored to be sharing this sacred space with you, T. I hope that I can join again soon. Wishing you lots of love and like what you said you are anyway. Wishing you some more (laughs) as you move forward with this podcast and this awesome vision of yours. It's going to be dope assness, as I like to say. And I can't wait to talk to you again.
0: This is great. All right. Thank you so much.